0: Star Wars 7x7, episode 1951. Today, there's a little bit of a freakout happening over the word parsec again, so, oh gosh, it's silly, and yet it's worth talking about, because parsecs are fun. So let's talk about parsecs. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where we're going to have a brief history of the Parsec and its use in Star Wars. Of course it goes all the way back to 1977 and the very famous claim made by Han Solo in Wurz Cantina on Tatooine where he says, a fast ship, you never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 Parsecs. And he tells this to Obi-Wan and Luke and... Yeah, Luke is kind of like, and Obi-Wan's kind of like, "Ah," right? So, it's odd. And it's been debated for a long time before we even got to solo a Star Wars story, so, you know, we'll get there as part of this discussion. But the reason why it's coming up again is because of a voiceover line from the Mandalorian trailer where Werner Herzog's Imperial Dignitary character says about the Mandalorian, I heard you were the best in the Possek. And so what does that mean? Because it would be the equivalent of saying, I heard you were the best in the mile, for example. So it just sounds odd if you phrase it that way, but maybe it's not so odd. Anyway, the whole thing about the parsec is that it is actually a measure of distance, not of time. So when you hear about a fast ship, but then saying that it did something in a unit of distance that seems a little strange and so it raises the question of is Han stupid or is he lying and it seems like the more obvious answer is that he's lying but probably lying purposefully just to kind of see what kind of people he's dealing with at least this is you know my I guess headcanon if you will whether you know he wants to know if Luke and Ben are just a couple of rubes or if they actually know what the heck they're talking about and you You know, this is part of the process where he's figuring out what they're about, what he's going to charge them, all that sort of thing. Anyway, so there have been, you know, things about, uh, you know, what was in the script notes, what was on, you know, Blu ray commentaries, that sort of thing. And, you know, part of it is also, you know, navigational elements. That was actually brought up by George Lucas, too. And it, Ends up being, you know, somewhat similar to the way things finally went in Solo a Star Wars story about the navigational systems, because of course L3's consciousness was uploaded to the Falcon's Nava computer, and she was able to help plot a course out of the Kessel Run that would be a shorter distance. And Although it wasn't, you know, the exact solution that was suggested, it was actually hinted at by Patrick Johnson, the physics professor from Georgetown University, who was just on the podcast not too long ago talking about stuff in the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Well, in his book, The Physics of Star Wars, one of the things that he posited was the notion of, you know, if you have a straight line and ants walking on a straight line, but then you put something in the middle between those two points, like an ant line, which is basically kind of like a thing waiting in the bottom of a sarlacc pit kind of thing the ants have to go around it and take longer but if you want to be a more daring ant you could cut closer to the drop and cut your distance down that way and that for all intents and purposes is what Han Solo did when he cut through the (laughs) the middle of the Kessel Run to create that trajectory that allowed him to do it in More than 12 parsecs, but then rounding down (laughs) to 12 and then over time saying it's less than 12. And reading along in the Wikipedia entry about this, the Legends stuff, apparently, just, <laughs> this is wild, Boshek, who is the person that Obi-Wan was talking to who referred him to Chewbacca in the cantina in Star Wars, Boshek apparently made the Kessel run in an even shorter distance with his ship, which was called the Infinity, but the Uh, caveat there was that he had no cargo on it and so that's why he was able to do it and then allegedly Han on a trip with Luke some other time they were able to make it an even shorter amount of distance so anyway obviously you know then we get to Solo and we get the full explanation for how he would say he did it in less than 12 parsecs and ah now it makes sense now he charted a very dangerous course and was able to say it and brag about that Um, You would have to be a pretty fast ship, I would think, to be to go through the Maw and deal with all of that, too. So that's another issue. And then, of course, the Coaxium, you know, burst, he's not talking about that. And I'm sure that was not a situation that he replicated very often either. But, you know, that's another story entirely. But I think part of the challenge, too, that we in the real world, if you will, have with this whole situation is that A lot of times we render things by time rather than by miles. Like, for example, um, where home is for me is about 100 miles away from Boston. And yet, if somebody asks me, you know, where, you know, my town is, I say it's about two hours north of Boston. You know, I rarely ever say it's about 100 miles north of Boston, okay? I mean, I just don't. And even when I lived in Los Angeles, I grew up there, I lived there for 33 years, I talked more about time than I did about distance, I guess I would have said that I went about three miles to work, um, at least in the final years that I was living there. Whereas before that, um, mm, yeah, I usually said, uh, work was, I think about 30 miles away, but I usually said, you know, if somebody asked, you know, how far away is work, I would say, well, it depends on traffic, you know, which is very much a time situation, right? <laughs> So, yeah, I think that is ultimately what's confusing to people. So, as far as reckoning the whole notion of Werner Herzog saying, I heard you were the best in the POSEC. Terrible impression. Terrible impression. Um, I will explain how I think we should ultimately rationalize that after the break here. Stay tuned. So, I know it sounds weird to say, you know, I heard you were the best within the mile or within the, I don't know, unit of measure, basically. Within the light year, okay? (laughs) Something like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's not unusual for people in Star Wars to say something like that. And I think about it in terms of also, you know, you're the best in the solar system, you're the best in the area, in the state, in the county in the country, in you know, the hemisphere, or what have you. I mean, you know, yes, I know in the unit of distance versus, you know, an area, a country or whatever, the, obviously that doesn't convey a specific unit of distance, but it certainly conveys a size. And so saying someone is the best in the parsec, you know, that just means that you're the best within a 3.26 light year radius, which is pretty impressive. So I, for one, am not getting hung up on this. I actually kind of love it. And I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just Werner Herzog's delivery or something like that. Maybe, you know, that's what it is. Um, maybe it is the fact that it kind of harkens back to that original Han Solo exchange in a way. Maybe that's what I like about it. I don't know. There's just something very cool about it, and it doesn't create that same kind of cognitive dissonance that it does in some folks. So you know, maybe it's just me. But if it's weird to you, let me know. You know, <laughs> chime in with a comment wherever you catch this episode, or at home base at sw7x7.com. Or if you think it's cool, you know, chime in with that too, by all means. But that is going to do it for this episode of the show thank you so much for joining me for it wherever in the parsec you may be um yeah i'll just say that may the force be with you wherever in the parsec you may be